0: The Way Out Podcast, episode 28. And despite the consequences and despite the relationships that went away, it was a price I was willing to pay because the pain of... and the discomfort of living life without drugs and alcohol seemed too great. I get to connect with another recovering addict and alcoholic who felt the same way. And he had nine years. And he was feeling like I was feeling. And then I felt not alone again. And I felt like maybe I wasn't defective. And regardless of how much time we have in this program, we can get to places in our lives we can have days where we feel like throwing in the towel and that means the world on days like this it means the world on days like this that I could connect with another person in recovery who understood me. Welcome. Thank you for joining us on this week's installment of The Way Out, sharing stories from people just like you who have recovered from alcoholism and other addictions. The Way Out does not speak on behalf of, nor are we affiliated with any 12-step organization. Our purpose is to share with you, one episode at a time, what it was like, what happened, And what it's like now the way out podcast is sponsored by transitions daily would you like to join a free anonymous online group that offers a daily topic email with popular recovery resources accompanied by a secret facebook group for discussion go to dailyaaemails.com for more information about transitions daily don't forget to share dailyaaemails.com with friends in meetings and with sponsees in recovery make sure to check out the official website of the way out podcast at www.wayoutcast.com there you will find links to our latest episodes on itunes google play stitcher and radio fm you can also follow the way out podcast on facebook instagram and twitter help us get the message out that lifelong recovery from alcoholism and addiction is possible by giving us a five-star rating on your favorite podcast platform. The Way Out Podcast is on now. I'm your host, Charlie L. This week, we're gonna veer off the beaten path a little bit, and I'm gonna share a little bit about how I got through one of my hardest days in recovery, which was indeed today. Enjoy. Hello there in Way Out podcast land. It is your friend and host, Charlie, from the Way Out podcast. In lieu of a guest this week, I wanted to take some time and wax poetically about a topic in recovery that maybe isn't always discussed, and that's when things don't go perfect. That's when... Maybe the gratitude isn't there like it had been. Maybe life seems hard for some reason. Maybe the character defects are in full effect. And maybe you don't care at that particular moment, that day. See, you know, I have a problem being sober. That's why I am an alcoholic. Not so much that I have a problem with alcohol, but I have a problem being sober. I don't like to be sober. It's not my go-to. However, these last... 26 months in change have had more days where being sober has been a blessing than it has been a curse. And that's because of the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous has enabled me to live these last 26 months where I've been more often than not, happy to be sober. Today was not that day. Today was hard. Today, I felt like giving up. Today, I felt angry. Today, I felt like I wanted to use. I wanted to drink. And I don't know if I'm at a point at this point to understand exactly why. But what I can tell you is at 8.58 Central Time, I am sober. And I don't do that by myself, especially not on a day like today. Days like today are the exact reason I drank. Days like today are every bit why I used. Because I just didn't like being me and being inside my own skin for extended periods of time without medicating, without making the pain and the discomfort and the anger and the irritability go away completely. That's what those things did for me. That's what drugs did for me. It made that go away. And I didn't know anything else. I didn't know how to get rid of it in any other way. And despite the consequences and despite the relationships that went away, it was a price I was willing to pay because the pain of, and the discomfort of living life without drugs and alcohol seemed too great. The price seemed too high. So I continued to use and I continued to drink and continued to have those brief moments where I was changed. And things didn't matter and it all went away for those brief moments. That's what drugs and alcohol did for me. They did for me what I could not do for myself. And just coming home from a meeting of Alcoholics Anonymous where I can share that in all honesty and It's not a ringing endorsement of the way I have worked my program today, because clearly something lacked. But I get to connect with another recovering addict and alcoholic who felt the same way. And he had nine years. And he was feeling like I was feeling. And then I felt not alone again. And I felt like maybe I wasn't defective. Like maybe I haven't been down this road only to realize that I'm not unique in that way. That other people feel just like me. And regardless of how much time we have in this program, we can get to places in our lives. We can have days where we feel like throwing in the towel. And we have a lot of feelings that come up and we don't know what to do with those feelings. And the instinct comes back to hit that proverbial eject button and make it go away and make it all go away. And the ability to connect with another recovering addict and alcoholic who felt just like I did. And I honestly... Did not expect that because I was brutally honest in sharing how awful I felt today and how much I just didn't want to have anything to do with recovery and how much it felt like it didn't matter. Because that's what my brain does sometimes despite my best efforts. Despite my best efforts, my brain... Will get me to a place every now and again where I think, where I believe that it's no longer worth it. That it's no longer worth the work, the effort. That I get sick and tired of having to just be connected and, 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 and work recovery and I want it to come easy and I want to be fixed and I want to be cured and I just don't want to have to deal with it anymore and I get to go to a meeting of Alcoholics Anonymous and other people feel that way too and I get to go home from that meeting and understand that I'm not alone. And that means the world on days like this. It means the world on days like this that I could connect with another person in recovery who understood me. And I didn't even understand myself before entering recovery. But now, not only do I have the ability to have some more self-understanding, I get to be with people that also understand me on a level that nobody else can. And it's a miracle. And it's a blessing. So I reach out to you friends tonight in humility and in imperfection and in desperation to some extent, hoping that what I'm doing right now is exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. I still, even in my worst moments in sobriety, default back to looking to do the will of the God of my understanding. And I asked that tonight because I didn't have a guest this week. I thought, well, we'll just take a break. We won't have a podcast this week. But I felt like the next right thing was to get in the studio turn on this microphone and let you know that the struggle is real it's not all unicorns and rainbows sometimes there's these low points which suck and they're not fun and they're hard. And I want at some to some really guttural level, I want, to, you know take a character defect and just go wild with it. But I don't have to act the way I feel today. And I felt all sorts of ways today. And my sort of emotions were all over the map today. But I didn't have to act on them. And I could not be more grateful for that. Because inactive addiction, inactive alcoholism, I always acted on my emotions, always. as I felt like that was the only thing that you should do, is that feelings were to always be acted upon. But today I was able to feel them, I was able to feel them sober, and then I was still able to live according to the will of the God of my understanding, no matter how hard it was. And then I was able to go to a meeting of Alcoholics Anonymous and be able to really relate and let some of that out. And that was a risk because I like to be perfect, you know, I, I like to be the recovery hero, the recovery ninja that doesn't ever have any problems and never struggles in sobriety and never has any really bad moments that I'm, you know, essentially Buddha. And that's an ego thing. But I took that risk tonight to lay my imperfections and demons out on the table, and it was rewarded handsomely. And I'm grateful for that. Because in the end, I would rather be viewed as imperfect and be able to connect in a real way than be viewed as perfect and disconnected and isolated and, and alone. And that's no way to live. In that disconnected I'm holier than thou better than thou I'm not I'm just another guy who lives one day at a time in recovery and my disease absolutely 100% is doing push-ups in the parking lot. Getting stronger. And for me, tonight was a perfect example of what happens when things get hard. I didn't want to go to the meeting tonight. I just didn't, but I went anyway. Because I can't even tell you why. Outside of the fact I'm glad I went, I can't tell you why I went. But I can tell you retrospectively that I was supposed to go. I was supposed to be at that meeting tonight. And not going to the meeting would have been, who knows, who knows? But I can tell you that I would have missed out on a great opportunity to connect with another person in recovery that was feeling the exact same way I was. I get short-sighted on days like today and I forget about all the good things and I forget about where I came how far I've come, how much work I've put in, how many blessings I've had since being sober in these twenty six months, I forget about all that and I just get a case of the fuckets and I'm just I'm willing to throw it all away. And that's my disease in action. And for 36 years, my disease got the best of me every single time, because it was a rigged fight. And for 26 months, I've allowed a power greater than myself restore me to sanity. Today, I was not sane, or at least I didn't feel I was. And I felt disconnected, I felt isolated, I felt angry and irritable and pissed off, which are not things that I would normally think are real aligned with a power greater than myself. So I'm hoping that y'all can relate to this in one way or another and have those days where you just get a serious case of the fuck it's and, and and this sobriety thing just seems like it's not doing it for you. And I can relate to that. And I would tell you that from my perspective, that's a short-sighted view. And today I'm able to Cratch and sclaw Cratch and cl- That's not a word, cratch I should make that a word Cratch, I'm making it a word Scratch and claw my way through these days And that's what I did today as I scratched and clawed And, and, and somehow I'm going to hit the pillow tonight sober And grateful And I don't know how that happens That I can go from a day where I couldn't be more irritated to being grateful. but that's the power of this program and that's the power of the God of my understanding that allows me to go through those things and stay sober all the way through. This is... Absolutely, one of the toughest days I've had in recovery in a very long time. And these days usually were the days days like these are the days that end my stints of sobriety. Days like these are the days I go out and use. Days like these I get angry. I find myself a justifiable viable resentment. I dig one up from the past. I Fabricate one, or I'm given one, and I take that justifiable resentment, man alive, and I get some righteous indignation along with that justifiable resentment, and I just get fucking loaded over and over and over and over. And today was that day. Today was that day where I would do that. Today is that day where I fly off the handle, where I lose my shit. And somehow I'm sober. Today is the day where every body Wonders what happened. He was doing so good, they would say. He even had a podcast, they would say. I I can't believe he relapsed, they would say. Or maybe they wouldn't. Maybe they would say I knew it. Who knows? All I know is today is the day. that I relapse. and had all the makings of a perfect relapse day. And somehow I'm sober. And somehow I was able to go to a meeting of Alcoholics Anonymous and connect with another like-minded individual. And today, I don't wanna have a resentment I don't want to be angry. And I don't want to use. And I don't want to drink. Today I'm sitting here with my dog, Louie, talking to you about one of the hardest days I've had in recovery. Hoping that you'll relate in one way or the other, hoping that you'll be able to relate to that day. That day that would normally get you to relapse. That day that all of those events conspire to get you to take that first drink, to get you to take that first drug, that first hit, whatever it is, whatever your drug of choice is, whether that's alcohol or whatever it is. And you can relate to that. And we can stay sober through it. And we're not going to be shining examples of the program every damn day. We're just not. We're not going to... Be recovering ninjas every day. We're just not. We're just people. We're flawed. Our character defects come back. Our serenity goes away. I had no serenity today. None. And, you know, for a guy that really cares how he feels, that matters, right? And that's why I think service for me is so important because I get to care about how you feel and how you're doing. And I get to forget about how I'm doing. I get to forget about me. I like to forget about me more often than not because you know what, I focused on me for 36 years. I I was all I thought about for 36 years. And so to focus on others is, is a gift. It's a gift, it's a reprieve. In 27 episodes of the Way Out podcast, I've learned so much about myself through the stories that have been shared on this podcast, and I'm so grateful for those stories. I'm so grateful for the time that each and every person took to share their experience, strength, and hope on this podcast And it's helped me in ways that I can't even begin to articulate. But one thing is very clear. We're so very much more alike in this disease of addiction and alcoholism than we are different. And I've interviewed people from all walks of life, male, female, rich, poor, American, overseas, 12-step followers, and non. And we all have these striking similarities. And I haven't met one person yet who has done the real work that it takes to recover For me, it was working the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous and has regretted it. And even today, on one of my worst days in in recovery, I don't have any regrets. And I'm grateful to be in a program where there is a fundamental and deep and un- incomparable empathy and understanding of our common condition. So, my message to you is to stay connected. That even when you just don't want to have anything to do with this business called recovery. Get to that next meeting. Call somebody. Reach out. Help somebody. Because when we do those things, we are opening ourselves back up to that spiritual power that allows us to be recovered. And when all the other stuff clouds that and blocks it and hides it, the character defects and the like, get in the way of that spiritual power so that we feel like we're cut off, isolated, and sick. We can tap back into that. And we can lay down our heads on our pillows at night, clean and sober for one more day. See, I was sick today, not physically, but I was spiritually sick today. And when I get spiritually sick, that's when I relapse. But even though I felt sick, I kept doing what I felt like was the will of the God of my understanding. and I was able to get access to that power again. And the God of my understanding, that spiritual energy, that spiritual power, is seeping back in ever so slowly, back into my soul, so I can continue To be sober, one day at a time. So friends, I ask you to do the same. Get to that power, whatever that looks like for you. And whatever that power looks like for you, whether that it means you need to call your sponsor or work with a sponsee, whether that means you need to pray or meditate, go to a meeting, read some recovery literature, listen to a podcast, whatever that means, get to that spiritual power. It is literally the only thing that hasn't failed me yet. I've failed me. People have failed me. Drugs and alcohol failed me. But the spiritual power, so long as I have at least a basic and willingness to get at that spiritual power, it's enough. It's enough. It's enough to conquer my spiritual sickness. And that's in the end really what I deal with. My inability to be sober or like being sober or my sobriety problem is directly correlated To my spiritual well-being. And that spiritual well-being is critical to my recovery. So today I was able. To. Get back into the. Step back into the sunlight. As Bill W. likes to say in the big book. Just for a little bit. So like the whole day was dark and stormy, sheets of rain, and, and at, the, at the very end of the day, the clouds parted just enough, and there was a little bit of a sunset. And that's all I needed. That's all I needed. And tomorrow. Maybe another day that's hard, I don't know. But I know one thing for sure. If I am willing to live on a spiritual basis, I will be sober. And I will have the opportunity to be of service to the God of my understanding and the people that I touch on a daily basis. So do the same when you're having a spiritually sick day. And know that even on your most spiritually toxic days that basic willingness is the only ingredient that you need in order to get back into that to get that power back to get that spiritual power back there's going to be some great episodes coming up come some great guests lined up here in the next few weeks friends that have some serious experience, strength, and hope that they can share with us about what it was like, what happened, and what it's like now. So make sure you stay tuned to the Way Out podcast. Until next time. Thank you for being a part of The Way Out, where we share stories from people just like you who have recovered from alcoholism and other addictions. If you would like to reach out to the show, you can visit us on the web at wayoutcast.com. That's wayoutcast, all one word, dot com. Or drop your host a friendly email at share at wayoutcast.com. There you can also find links to previous episodes on iTunes, Stitcher, and Podcast Garden. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest on the podcast, contact me at share at wayoutcast.com. See you next time. And remember, if you don't change, your sobriety day will.